you're not here in this place for not you are not here in this time in 2019 for not you didn't get out of bed for no reason today you still got breath in your body for a reason today you are called by God you are chosen by God and he chose you in love before the foundations of the world so that means before any mistake or every sin you ever committed there was a love that was chosen just for you there is a love power in this place that wants to reach you today the only way we receive it is not trying it's resting and just say yes can we just lift our hands and say yes Lord we open our hearts tonight we say thank you Jesus we say we love you father we are here for you we are here to hear you to see you to love you to trust you not with just tonight but for our lives our whole lives father your will be done on earth as it is in heaven your will be done in this place on Facebook on earth as it is in heaven God wants to speak to you personally tonight hallelujah 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 my God my God my God we thank you in the name of Jesus that tonight is your night, Father. And we say, your kingdom come. Say it with me. Your will be done in the name of Jesus. Can we give God a hand clap? Can we give... Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you don't mind, go ahead, take a seat. But everybody, move in close, move in close. We all family here, so if you way in the back, it's all good. Just come in close. We want to, uh, yes please. We want to have a powerful, powerful night tonight. We are having a powerful, powerful night tonight, amen. Thanks, Pops. Thank you, Miss Carla, for backing me up. Ain't she anointed, y'all? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, wife, you gotta come up here. Yeah, come on. You can't just walk away. I'm watching you walk away, but hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Number three in the building. Number three, Pastor Jamin's in the building. What's going on, Pastor? How you feeling? Hey, that's a good looking brother right there. Anointed man of God. Hallelujah. He supported this ministry from the beginning. And uh, Impact Church supported this ministry from the beginning. And we just want to thank you. Thank you for showing up tonight out of your schedule hallelujah if you are here and you don't go to impact church please visit tomorrow yes, we're starting at 11 30 it's gonna be powerful those watching on facebook i am so happy that you are with us tonight and we know that there are well a few people who couldn't make it tonight uh because of travels because of life or whatever we just want to say that you are with us in spirit and the word is for you just as much as it is for those who are here with us tonight amen so let's give a round of applause for those on facebook y'all it's so awesome to see the faces in person, y'all. Look at this. What's up, everybody? How y'all feeling? What's up? 
It is so cool. Thank you guys for coming out. I'm so looking forward to afterwards being able to take some pictures and just hug everybody and, and laugh and yeah, eat some cupcakes and enjoy the night. Uh, I just wanted to uh, just talk about briefly this last year. Can you put up those stats, please? We have been working, y'all. We got over 100 videos of content in this last year, 53 one-minute sermons, 15 prayers to go, one OMA. We got another one coming out on Monday. My little brother, he looked like me, but he's not me. He's around here somewhere. Uh, but he's got one coming out this Monday. And 54 YWBD lives, and we reached over 2 million people around the world. Praise God. Praise God. And this is with what we have done. This is not something that... Uh, you know, we just conjured up, but this is with your help, with your support, with your comments, with your shares. We have reached so many people, and I'm telling you, it's it's so interesting to see, like in Argentina, yeah. how how people are responding to what the Lord is doing, and uh, you guys are helping facilitate that in Madagascar. You saw all those different flags. It's just amazing to see how God is reaching people around the world, and just the the emails we get from people talking about, wow, I needed that. All it takes is one. All it takes is one. I'm so grateful. So is there anything you want to just shout out and say before we get started in the Word? Uh, just right now, I just want to say I'm so excited. Today is the day that we've been waiting for for so long. And I have just in my spirit have been bubbling and jumping for joy per usual. But today is so special and I'm just so honored. We are so honored that you all came to spend this evening with us. This is not just our ministry, this is our ministry. And we want you guys to take ownership of it and just love it and, and join us on this mission to dominate the airwaves with God's love, power, and spirit. I love you guys. Thank you for traveling the distance, however long it took you to get here. I know that a lot of you have traveled from all over the country, so we just, want to say from the bottom of our hearts thank you this is the beginning of something really special and you all have served such a huge purpose in this mission so thank you i love you guys hallelujah all right sweetie i might have pink lipstick on for the rest of the time but it's okay hey <laughs> okay y'all i i i'm a, i'm so you know this is my you know selfishly my favorite part about talking about Jesus, I'm telling you, and, and hearing the word of the Lord. Uh, if you don't mind, turn up Miss Carla just a little bit more for us, at least so I can hear. Uh, I really enjoy, it stirs me up. This is my preference, if you may. But uh, I'm so in love with Jesus, and I'm so grateful that uh, we can share this night together. And also those who are on Facebook, we love you guys. I don't get a chance to see your names in the, in the screen tonight. But, um, you know, we'll work it out. We'll figure something out in the future. But I want to talk to you guys about your will be done and what that really means. But I also want to talk about the empowerment that we have in Christ Mm, to facilitate that his will is getting done his way. So you are going to hear some radical things tonight because I just got to be honest with you. Uh, God gave me this revelation about three years ago and I haven't shared it. I can count on one hand how many people I've shared this revelation with. And uh, I was praying and I just felt like this is what the Lord wanted me to share with you all tonight. 
And I want you guys to understand that this is, this is not my words. It's his words. As we know, those of you who do know, it's not Joshua. It's Yeshua. And this is something that is it's so important to me, that that heartbeat is just felt. And we're all in that same synergy. Amen. Father, tonight, may your words be heard clearly and fall on the hearts of good soil. I thank you that it would reach into the roots, that they would go and be empowered to do your will with power, with shoo, with peace, with joy, with life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. So we're going to have the notes on the screen. So we're going to start in Exodus, the 30th chapter. And we're going to talk about the anointing, Mm, the anointing oil. This is God speaking here. He says, moreover, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, also take for yourself quality spices, 500 shekels and liquid myrrh, half as sweet, much as much sweet smelling cinnamon, 250 shekels, 250 shekels of sweet smelling cane, 500 shekels of acacia, according to the shekel of the sanctuary and a hen of olive oil. God got some ingredients going on with this anointing oil. He's very specific, if you know what I mean. And you shall make from these a holy anointing oil, an ointment compounded according to the art of the perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. With it, you shall anoint the tabernacle of meeting and the ark of the testimony, the table and all its utensils, the lampstand and its utensils, and the altar of incense. He was very specific about what he wanted to be anointed. And the things that he did not mention was not to be anointed. Verse 29 says, you shall consecrate them that they may be most holy. Whatever touches them must be holy. And you shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister to me as priests. Very, very interesting. So we can see there that God was very specific with the ingredients of the anointing. God provided the anointing and the ingredients. He said, hey, this is how it's going to work, and I'm going to put my name on it. It's going to be holy. The anointing, obviously, you see all the different utensils. This is in the tabernacle. This is in the Ark of... We talked about this before, where uh, they had the bronze altar, and they had the lampstand, and they had the uh, table of showbread, where God's presence actually was with his people. He said that I'm going to anoint these utensils. Why? For service. It wasn't just to sit there. Amen? It was for service. The anointing consecrated or it separated these things. Whatever touches it must be holy. The priests were anointed. Somebody say the priests were anointed. So he said anoint the priests, right? So that means the priests were anointed for a specific service, not just to be. Amen? But they were anointed for a specific service. First Samuel 16 and 1, we're talking about King David here, here. And it says, Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him for reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go, I am sending you to Jesse and Bethlehem. For I have provided myself a king among his sons. Verse 12 says, So he went and brought him David, 
brought David in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. So we're seeing here that the king was also anointed, right? But it was for a specific service. The king was anointed. Facebook, give me a hand clap or a like if you know what I'm talking about, okay? This is a specific anointed anointing for the king. So the kings and the priests were anointed. The utensils were anointed. The kings uh, were anointed to be king and the priests were anointed to be priests. The anointing empowers and equips for service. The kings and priests were anointed. So a lot of times when somebody says, man, I feel the anointing here. I, I sense it. You know, what we're actually saying is there is an empowerment by God that he's that anointing, that oil is symbolic for that smearing. That's also what that anointing is. It is literally smearing it. And when you put oil in your hands, it's kind of hard to get off, if you know what I mean. And if you touch something, it kind of goes everywhere you go. So we're seeing that this oil is also symbolic for the Holy Spirit as we continue. But I want to say something with you guys. I want you guys to say this. Say, I am anointed. Let's go to Revelation 1, 5, B, and 6. It says, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Hallelujah. Verse 6, it says, and has made us kings and priests. Remember, the kings and priests were what? Anointed. But he said he made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Somebody say, I am anointed. Say it from your spirit. I am anointed. Hallelujah. This is something that is very, very important. Psalm 105, 13 through 15. This is, this is a, a powerful verse. <laughs> and you're going to see why as we get deeper. Because, you know, I got to lay the foundation before we start saying some stuff here. Psalm 105, 13 through 15. When they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another people, he permitted no one to do them wrong. Talking about God, preventing no one to do them wrong, his people. Yes, he rebuked kings for their sakes, saying, do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. Do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. So God was pretty territorial, territorial with these anointed ones. Mm. I'm about to light it up in here, y'all. I'm telling you. Daniel 9.25, and this is where it starts to cross over. <laughs> it says here, know therefore and understand. And this is a prophetic timetable of the coming Messiah. Obviously, we're talking about Jesus. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah, the prince. So there's a restoration on the brink here. It says there shall be seven weeks and 72 weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall, even in troublesome times. So there was a restoration. And even in troublesome times, the Messiah would come and to, to restore Jerusalem, as you see, restore and rebuild Jerusalem. And it says until Messiah, the prince. Somebody say Messiah. Now, we've been saying the word anointed. We've been talking about the anointing, but I'm going to show you something very interesting here <laughs> that, that perplexes my spirit, and it makes me excited about life. 
that word Messiah is actually the same word in the Hebrew, Mashiach, which means anointed. This word anointed or Mashiach means the anointed one. It means anointed. It means consecrated by God. So what we're actually seeing here in Psalm 105 and 15, if we just changed a word here for what it is, you're going to see something very powerful. Do we know that Christ, obviously, Jesus is anointed? Christ is not Jesus' last name. For a long time, I thought it was. But Christ is not Jesus' last name. Christ is actually an adjective that describes his person. It's a Greek adjective. So you have beautiful, clean, attractive, happy Christ. It's an adjective. It's an, it describes his person. Now, in the Septuagint, we've talked about this. The Septuagint is the Greek translation of the Hebrew text. So the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, but there's a Septuagint that is a Greek translation. So Hebrew to Greek in the Old Testament. Now, Christ, listen closely. This is very interesting. The meaning of Christ means anointed one. It means anointing. It means of persons anointed. So in Christian literature, it obviously is referring to Jesus Christ. In secular literature, if you look up the word uh, Christos, which is Christos, which is Christ in the Greek, it actually just means of persons anointed. It also means Messiah. So if we go to Psalm 105, 15, and we use that Mashiach word and obviously translate the Greek and the Hebrew, what we're going to get here in Psalms 105, 15, it says, saying, do not touch my anointed, do not touch my Christ ones, and do my prophets no harm. Do not touch my Christ ones, oh my God, and do my prophets no harm. We're going to see that Christ is the anointed one. Somebody say the anointed one. And obviously we're seeing it here. Acts 10 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Now that word anointed is Creo, which is the root of Christos, which what we saw there in the Greek means Christ. So Creo is a verb in the root of Christos. And he anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. We're seeing a correlation with oil, the anointing, the Holy Ghost, and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Hallelujah. Luke 4, 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed, Creo once again, me to preach the gospel. You see, the anointing is an empowerment to do something. So we're seeing that because he has anointed me to do what? Preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to what? Heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, set at liberty to them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So we're seeing that there was a service that Jesus was anointed to do. Like we said, we're talking about your will be done. Amen. We're seeing in Matthew 15, in verse 16, and Simon answered Jesus and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, 
but my father which is in heaven and i say unto you that you are peter upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it now he's talking not talking about peter building his church jesus is the foundation he's talking about the revelation he had that jesus is the christ the son of the living god so what does this have to do with us as i said what does this have to do with you and me why is it important that we are anointed as well why is it important that god has anointed us like i said that word christ means anointed that word christ means the christ the messiah the anointed one but what we're going to see here in second corinthians 1 20 it says, for all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Now, he who established us with you in Christ has anointed us is God. Now, he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. So we're seeing that God has already, if you are in Christ, anointed you. The question is, what are we doing? doing we have been empowered to do with this anointing that he's given us now this is where it gets extremely radical and i want you to hear me in my heart because this next verse is very important colossians 3 10 and it says and have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him where there is neither greek nor jew circumcision nor uncircumcision barbarian or scythian bond nor free but christ is all in all here we go y'all christ is all and in all so it says it's not greek nor jew so that means it's not black or white it's not brown. It's not your religious duty, circumcision or uncircumcision. So if I don't identify as a Greek or Jew, look what it tells me to identify with. But Christ. But Christ. It's telling us that it's not about a Greek nor Jew circumcision or your religious duty barbarian or scythian but it says christ is all in all i submit to you today this is the most interesting thing that you probably will ever hear somebody say on a microphone but it's very true if i'm not greek nor jew but christ is all in all and christ is in me and i'm one with christ i am a christ and so are you. I did not say I'm the Christ, but I am an anointed one. And so are you. I said I am a Christ. And so are you. I am an anointed one. My God my god our identity is christ i'm not black i'm not white i'm not mexican i'm not latino spiritually is what i'm talking about here i am a christ and so are you
my God. Jesus. Somebody said, what is this brother saying? Matthew 24, 4 and 5, it says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And I looked at that. I said, Lord, what does this mean? And as I begin to study even deeper into the Greek, there's actually something missing there in the English, but in the Greek it's there. There's an article, and it's the article, the. So in other words, it should read, for many shall come in my name. And look this up. Interlinear Bibles, you'll see it in the Greek. It's, a, it's, a, it's like an O with a dash on it, just to verify what I'm saying here. It says, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and shall deceive many. There is an extreme difference between the Christ, the anointed one, and a Christ, an anointed one. Just like the Son of God and I am a Son of God. Just like the King of Kings and I am a King. Do you understand what I'm saying here? What I'm saying is saying that that same exact anointing that Jesus walked the earth with and every devil trembled and fleed at his presence is on you. I am saying to you today that when you look at yourself in the mirror spiritually, the scripture says, as he is in this world, so are you. Hey. Woo. It also says when we see him, we will be like him. I am a Christ and so are you. Now, if we, if we hold on and understand this, that we bear this same anointing, that the Holy Spirit and His power is in me, is in you, wouldn't you walk around differently? Wouldn't you talk about life a little bit differently? When He said, hey, I put my spirit on the inside of you, that oil that's in me is on you, would you think about yourself differently? Would you talk to people differently? Would you walk a little differently knowing that, hey, oh yeah, the Holy One, Christ in me, the hope of glory, is now on me. And it's not just a location. I'm not just only in Christ, but it's my identity. It's who I am. It's who I am. Somebody say, it's just who I am. It's who I am because it's who He is. Hallelujah. Why is this important? Isaiah 10, 27. It says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So this yoke, if you think about it, just think about something around your neck and everywhere that yoke would turn, you would have to turn with it. You're a slave to something. But we... Now in Christ, what we say has to be based on who he is and what he said. You see, if Jesus is the, I think I've said this before, why do we be alive? I am a. So if he's the son of God, I am a son of God. If he is the Christ, I am a Christ. 
Now this word we've associated with Christ has always been his name. It's just been specific to him. But sons of God, we've welcomed into the church. I'm a son, I'm a daughter of God. But I want to welcome something new. Something that is not as common. Yes, even some people believe, I've looked it up. Some people say it's no, some people say it's yes. But the word Christian, they say, some people say it means little Christ. Some people say it's followers of Christ. I've done my thing and done my research and it's like a slave of Christ. It was actually not given by Christians. It was adopted by people coming at them saying, yeah, they Christians. They, them, them. And then they said, okay, we're going to take that on. Back in the church of Antioch and Acts. So what I'm saying is our identity and this power that we have can destroy the yoke so we can break free from the things that enslave us because of this anointing. Because of this anointing in 1 Samuel 2.10, it says the adversaries of the Lord shall be broken into pieces out of heaven. Shall he thunder upon them and the Lord shall judge the ends of the earth and he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. We are anointed ones and he's exalting our horn, our voice unto the world. To what? To break our adversaries into pieces. Right in the beginning, I just felt a boldness in my spirit. I said, I'm ready to kick the devil's tail tonight. That means that sickness is an adversary. That relationship that just seems to be in cycles and cycles is not even growing and you don't see the fruit. The anointing can destroy the yoke. My God. Now, what does this mean to us last but not least? We said that this is talking about his will being done. Your will be done. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6.10. That word done is actually a verb. It is genomai. It means to become, come into existence, come to pass, to arise, to be made, finished. It means action. Your kingdom come, your will be done. That means it's something we're doing. If we may, just stand to our feet. Your kingdom come, your will be done. A verb. One thing that we're introducing with Your Will Be Done Ministries is um, a thing called Saturday service. We may start it in August. But what we're going to do is one Saturday out of the month, we're going to pick a cause and we're going to pay it forward. We're going to get our hands and feet dirty. We're going to clean our communities. We're going to feed the hungry. We're going to back our prayers with action. Amen. Glory to God. And the reason why is because we need to be the hands and feet of Christ. The scripture says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works so you may glorify your Father which is in heaven. We have to get out of these four walls. And I'm not saying it's bad because we need to fellowship as a church. We need our brothers and sisters. The scripture says, do not forsake the assembly of the saints. But there's something that we need to do consistently that they see. And we have the anointing to do it. He said, Go out into all the world and preach the gospel. Sometimes preaching the gospel is actually walking 
into a room and smiling. And they see Jesus. Sometimes preaching the gospel is by saying, hey, how you doing? Why? Because it's the Holy Spirit saying, go talk to that person. That relationship-based thing. I'm here today to tell you that you have everything you need and you are empowered by him to do everything you need to do with him. Without him, we can do nothing. But with him, I can do all things through Christ. Without him, we can do nothing. But with him, we can do all things. So I just heard the Holy Spirit ask me to ask you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because I believe that what he wants to do through you is beyond whatever can happen to you. What he wants to do through you is beyond anything and everything. Can everybody come closer? I want to be able to see some faces. I believe the Lord might start speaking to people here. Um, Specifically, I just felt a switch in my spirit. Now, we're family here. When I start speaking to someone specifically, um, it's because we are manifesting his words. And if you don't mind coming up with me. And this is something that we do on uh, YWBD Live. Um, the Lord just, I'll see a name and the Lord just speaks to my spirit. And, and uh, I like to make sure people hear, hear, hear what the Lord is saying and verify it. So if I'm saying something that sounds crazy, you got to say, I don't know what you're talking about. We need that because we want the Lord to, uh, we want the Lord to speak and also be verified. Those on Facebook, be believing and receive this word that God is speaking tonight. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have anointed us with the Christ anointing that we would also be people that would go out and be saviors. Not apart from Jesus by any means, but being the hands and feet, being the ambassadors of Christ, as your word says we are. But going out and and not us saving people, but us being instruments of salvation. As Christ does, we do. He speaks through us. He hears through us. He thinks through us. For we have the mind of Christ. We are the body. He is the head. Jesus, without you, we can do nothing. Jesus, with you, we can do all things. So, Father, I thank you that as you begin to overflow your word with specifics, with people, Father, I thank you for your will being done. In the name of Jesus.